ahead and worship him and bless his name tonight. Let's give him all the praises and say, Lord, you are worthy to be praised. Let's thank him and worship him and say, Lord, we are grateful to be alive. For it is not of him that will it, neither it is of him that run it, but it's of God that showeth mercy. Father, we thank you because of your grace. Thank you because of your love. Thank you because of your mercy. Thank you because we are blessed because of your love. Father, be thou be exalted in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we are happy to be alive and to be a worshiper of God, of the true God. Lord, we are excited and we are blessed. Thank you, Father, for a night like this, a night of wonders, a night of glory. Father, we pray tonight that all of us will be blessed in the name of Jesus and nothing will distract us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Okay, before you see that, I five to five people. You are blessed tonight. Yes, I five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's celebrate ourselves. Welcome ourselves to church tonight. And I'd like you to be excited because God is good. Go ahead and please let's greet ourselves very well tonight. You are blessed. You are highly favored in the name of Jesus. We don't have any other place to rejoice other than the house of God. That was why the psalmist says, I was glad when they say, let us go into the house of the Lord. Because the house of God is a place of joy. And whether the devil like it or not, all of us will be happy together tonight in Jesus' name. If you believe, you'll be happy. Shout hallelujah. Okay, if you are sitting far away, move very close. I'll be happy to see you very close. Whichever way you feel is close enough, I'll be happy to see you there. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. We're in the month of greatness, and we are going to consider Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 2, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, and we are going to move into the realm of greatness. None of us will be small in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 2. If you are there, you can put it there for us to see. Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 and 2. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the heart, and gross darkness the people, but the glory of the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Say with me, the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon me. I have meant for his glory. I'm not meant for disappointment. I will shine. I will reign. In the name of Jesus. Say three wonderful amen. Okay. Let me point to your neighbor and say, you will shine. You will reign. You will become great. And your children will be greater than you. In the name of Jesus. You know, whatever we are doing tonight is important. So now I want you to open your mouth and say it very well. Say, I will shine. I will reign. I will not be disappointment to my generation. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 43 verse 7 says, God has made us for his glory. In other words, we are meant to shine. Isaiah 43 verse 7. Isaiah 43 verse 7. When we are talking about greatness, we are talking about divine glory. That the glory of God is upon you. Even everyone that is called by my name, I have created him for my glory. 
are for him. Yes, I've made him. Say, God has made me for his glory. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 says, He are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. You will not be hidden in the name of Jesus. You will shine for his glory. You will reign for his glory. And you are going to be great in life. Say, I will shine because I will be great. How many of you will shine here tonight? I prophesy you will shine in Jesus' name. You will be the light to your world in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, arise, shine. It takes responsibility for you to shine. But apart from responsibility, it takes the awareness of what God has done for you to shine. If you don't know what God has done for you in life, you will not shine. Most of us complain about what God has done. If you are going to shine, you must discover what God has done. Because under the new dispensation, the new testament, is about what Christ has done. For instance, Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. He has been made a cause for us so that the blessing of Father Abraham may come upon us, the Gentiles, through faith. It's about what Christ has done. If greatness is about what Christ has done, then we must go on discovery about what will make us shine and reign in glory. And tonight, are we talking about three things that Christ has done? Your light that has come. Your light that has come. Number one, your revelation has come. Your revelation that will help you to die, to shine has come. The revelation of Christ has come. It has been given to you, Mark chapter 4 verse 11, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. For unbelievers, all these things are done in parables. Revelations about financial security. Revelation about divine prosperity. Revelation about the blessing of God has been given to you to know. To other people, everything about God's blessing, they are in parable. But it's not like that for us, the believer. We know the path of security. We know the path of blessing. We know the path of his resources. We know what are his hidden blessings that we should enjoy from. So the revelation is available for us now. Except you close your eyes to it. Isaiah chapter 42 verse 16 says, Even though my people do not know the road, they will not miss it. Why will you not miss the road that you don't know? He said, I will give you revelation. I will give you a light to reign. Your light has come. The revelation that will cause you to reign has come. He said, and I will bring the blind by a way that they knew not. I will lead them in path that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and cook things straight. This thing I will do unto them and not forsake them. Say to yourself, God can never forsake me. He is my revelation. It's my light. And I'm going to shine. The only way you are going to shine is when you see the light of God, which is the light of the gospel. The light of God is the light of the gospel. If your life is not shining, you are shallow in the revelation of Christ. It's the revelation of Christ that helps you to shine. Romans 29, 29 says, everything that has been revealed has been given to us. Everything. Anything that has been revealed to you is for your own manifestation and joy. 
Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed, they belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do the works of this Lord. What does this mean, things mean? If there is a promise that is revealed to you, it is for you to enjoy. Anytime there is a revelation that is dropping upon you, it is for you to enjoy. You just enjoy it limitlessly. If there is any bad thing that you have seen, it is for you to manipulate and say, this thing will not come to pass. If you had a bad dream, it is for you to say, no, this one can never come to pass. You don't even need to pray about it because it has been revealed. The only time bad thing can happen to you is when you don't know it or you don't perceive it. If it ever crosses your mind, you are going to have an accident. You can never have that accident again. Because every revelation has been given to you that has been revealed to you is for your manipulation. Say, no, it can, can never have an accident. This is not the will of God for me. And that cancels it as far as everything is concerned. Everything that has been revealed has been given unto you. So you are going to shine based on the glorious revelation of Christ. So you open your mind, you open your eyes, you open your ears to see what God is about to show you in his word. Apostle Paul says that if this gospel is hidden, it is hidden from those who are lost. In whom the God of this world has blinded their mind, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should shine unto them. If it shine unto you, you are going to shine in life. If the light of the gospel shine upon you, you are going to shine. You can dream that you are trekking, but you can never trek. You can't trek. How can you trek when the Lord has shown you your car in the Bible? If he shows it to you, you are going to enjoy it. It depends on you knowing that the revelation of the gospel has been given to you. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God to salvation. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The light of the gospel is what causes you to shine. That is why whatever we are doing in church, it is the entrance of his word that giveth light. And the entrance of his word giveth understanding unto the simple. An understanding of the light will make you outstanding life. You will shine effortlessly. Number one thing that has been given to you to shine is the revelation of Christ. You know who Christ is. You can talk about him. You understand him. When you pray to him, you know his nature. You know what he can do, what he cannot do. And because you are loaded with this revelation, you are going to shine. Psalm chapter 36 verse 9 says, With you is the fountain of life. It is in your light that we see light. That is why you are the light of the world that cannot be hidden. You will shine forever in the name of Jesus. Your mind must receive the light for you to shine. Once the light of the gospel is upon you, you will shine. The moon has no light of its own. The moon. The moon only positions itself at a correct angle to the sun and uses the light of the sun to shine. So also all of us, we have to push ourselves to the world and we use the light of the world to shine to the world.
if you want to shine, you must dwell in the revelation of Christ. Arise, shine, for your light has come. What is that light? The revelation of Christ is the light that causes you to. It gives you freedom. Freedom from oppression, freedom from attack, freedom from what anybody may say or may not say. The light of the true gospel of Christ will cause you to shine. That's why the light must come upon you. It must enter you. And I'm not preaching theory. I'm telling you the light that works. The light that works. The light that shines. The light that reigns. The understanding that makes you a champion. Put on John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 3 to 5. Look at John chapter 1 verse 3 to 5. Describing Jesus and what he has come to do. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything that was made. Verse 4. In him was life. And this life was the light of men. Verse 5. The light shined in darkness. And what happened? I'm talking about revelation of the light. And I'm talking about the light of Jesus. That causes to shine. If you have that light, the darkness can never comprehend you. You will shine. The light must enter you. If it enters you, you will shine. Effortlessly, you will rule. You will reign. Because you carry the light. There is no one that is afraid of darkness when he carries the light. You just want the light. The moment you want the light, every darkness disappears. Fear disappears once the light is on. And the light is still working. So catch a revelation of Christ. Hear him until a light is coming upon you. Catch the light until that light becomes your can do. Catch the light until that darkness disappears. Catch the light until you are blessed. And I pray tonight you'll be blessed again in Jesus' name. What is the light for you to shine? Number two is the light of his favor. We are in the season of God's favor. The Lord will arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her has come. This is the best time to be born because we are under the dissension of the favor of Christ. Christ has appeared to all. Appeared to all. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 to 43. Acts chapter 10 38 to 43. He was talking about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good. Healing people that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Look at verse 39. And we are witnesses of all things. Which he did both in the hand of Jews and in Jerusalem. Who they slew and hung on a tree. Verse 40. Look at verse 40. Him God raised up the third day and shoot him openly. Verse 41. We are going to 43. Quick. Not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us. Whom did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead? Verse 42. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. Verse 43. To him give all the prophet witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive forgiveness of sin. Which is the remission of sin? This is where the whole conclusion of Jesus' ministry that Peter described and fast 44. 
the Bible says the Holy Ghost, put on verse 44, came upon all those people that had this word. Acts chapter 10, verse 4. Why Peter here spake this word? The Holy Ghost fell on all them which had the word. He was talking about the grace that is in Christ. Grace for forgiveness. Grace for healing. Grace to be delivered. Grace to enjoy unconditional blessing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. He was healing people, delivering the sick. And God raised him to be the judge of all. He has committed all things unto his hand. And he has commanded us to preach that whosoever believeth in him will receive forgiveness of sin. Who that had this word? They have not even knelt down and said, God forgive me. By believing that Jesus Christ came for their forgiveness, Holy Ghost baptism came on them. So it's a season of God's favor. Please don't beat her. Don't beat her. Just take her out. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So we are in the season of God's favor. We are the Benjamin generation. We are the beloved of Christ. When you have an understanding, you are, you are under the operation of God's favor. Sin will not have dominion over you. Romans chapter 6 verse 14. He says sin will not have dominion over you. Because you are not under the government of the law. You are under the government of grace. I pray that the grace of God will work in your life in Jesus name. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law but under grace. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, Those people that receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, what will happen to them? You are going to shine. Amen. You will reign. Effortlessly, you will reign. Amen. Because of God's favor, you are going to reign. Arise and shine, for your favor has come. Romans chapter 4 verse 7 and 8 Romans chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Blessed is the man whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Verse 8. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. You are blessed, you are highly favored by believing in Jesus. You are blessed. Romans chapter 9 verse 16 says, For it is not of him that will it, neither is of him that run it. Is what? Is of God that showed mercy. And he said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion upon whom I will have compassion. May you forever enjoy the favor of God in Jesus' name. What causes us to shine is the favor of God. I've told you this psalm very well. Psalm chapter 44 verse 3. They possess not the land because of their skill or because of their hand. But the countenance of your favor, the eyes of your favor, you favor them. You also will shine because God will favor you. Let me tell your neighbor, say, I will shine because of the light of his countenance. Because of his favor on my life, I am going to shine. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell your neighbor, say, arise, shine. 
your favor has come jesus is your favor arise shine because your time of favor has come jesus has come to favor you arise shine come on shout hallelujah don't have this fictive mentality that you know because of the way i was born you know my mother you know i'm from a poor home you know they don't have money you know i'm the only person in my father's house you know i'm not as privileged as other people if you are not privileged what about the grace of god at work in your life what about the grace advantage grace that forgives sin grace that confers on you the righteousness of god what about the grace that come to worthy to be member of the family of christ behold what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of god and that is who we are the world may not know us and it does not yet appear what we shall be but we know when it shall appear we shall be like him come on we are highly favored and because we are favored by the lord we will shine why are you shining because the favor of god is upon you what other people did and they perished you will pass through it and you will live and they will ask you why you say it's because of god's favor and it's because of god's favor the same background the same background i told one of my sisters i said is it not the same background that we came from is it not the same jesus that we receive is it not from the same house it is not from the same womb is it not from the same place as he said, I say, I do not have Ogun because I believe in God's favor. And God's favor is working for me. Your time of favor, your season of favor has come. You will shine because of his favor. Jacob shine because of the favor that the mother has for her. He said, Let your course be on me. I'll prepare the food. The mother prepared the food. They use his brother's uh, clothes to, to cover him. And he received all the blessing. It was the favor of God. Even when the father knew, the father did not curse him. The favor of God. Favor will speak for you this season. Amen. And because of God's favor, you are going to shine. Amen. You know some people, they tend to scrutinize God's favor. They say, mm -mm, God cannot forgive sin. God cannot. But God does forgive sin. God cannot use this. But God use things that people will say people are despising. God used the weak things of this world. There was a woman that came I was just hearing her. She said, Alas, you're always using people's song to shine. Why do you use my song to shine all the time? And she was uh, cursing her in the name of Jesus, cursing her in another name. Do you know? And people started following. But you see, there's one thing that is lacking. It does not matter what you are doing. The faithful factor is important. You can have the best song and yet people will not listen. It will not sell. And you can pick the whole song and before you know it, it will blow. You will shine because there is a faithful factor that rested on it. In fact, you see some people, they will sing a song now. Nobody is listening. After some time, they will go back to the whole song that they have written. So many years. Remiss it with some people. All of a sudden, everybody will know it. 
It is the faith of God. It's not the struggle of man. That favor will work for you. You know, if you are not aware that somebody is working for you, even when they are carrying you in the car, you still be carrying your load on your head. They are carrying you, but you are still carrying your load. Because you are not aware there is a faithful factor around you that is carrying you. They will tell you, Mama, there is space in the boot. Put you, you say no. And you want to come back for. They say the same car that carry you is the same car that we can say no. I want to carry it on my head. So when you arrive at your destination, other people are fresh, but you are sweating because even though you are inside AC, you are carrying something in your head. That's the same way it will be when we get to heaven. Let me give you an example. In the house of the Israelites in Egypt, the day others people were crying, all they needed to do was to put the blood at the lintel of their houses. The angel that was killing did not enter their houses. It does not matter whether they were shouting the house, whether they were crying the house. What matter is the mark of the blood? He said, as soon as I see the blood, I will do what? This is it if we pass over you. The mark of God's favor will work for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But in the camp of the Egyptians' houses, it does not matter how holy they are. Because the mark of the blood was not upon their houses. Even even though they are good morally, they still suffer losses. Because the faithful factor was not upon them. But in Israelite camp, it doesn't matter who they were, whether they were bad or bad. And you agree with me that there's no term that is completely perfect. Do you agree with me? Oh, they say, don't marry in Jebu. There's a good person in Jebu. There'll be a bad person in Jebu. It's about the favor in that particular house. The favor in that particular family. The favor in that particular life. That favor, this season, we speak for you. Because of God's favor, you will shine. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So always consider and be aware of the favor factor in your life that what causes you to shine. Number three thing that causes you to shine, this is very important, is your divine inheritance. There's inheritance for the people of God. Once you are born again, you have an inheritance. And that inheritance is very, very powerful. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9 says, you have been called to inherit the blessing. That blessing is called divine inheritance that God gives you when you give your life to him. When you give your life to him, you should expect an inheritance that will be given to you because you belong to God. If you are not aware of it, you will not claim it. And I said there are four inheritance that you must enjoy. Number one, you have the inheritance of the gift of righteousness. The moment you give your life to Christ, God does not see you again as a sinner. First Corinthians 5, verse 21. He made him sin, wounding no sin, so that we can become what? The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's an inheritance. You have been made righteous in Christ. And you should accept it. The righteous is as bold as a lion. Are you listening to me now? So, three things that make you to shine. Number one, revelation of Christ. The more you know Christ, the more you shine. And you must shine because you are knowing Christ. You are not just carrying Bible. Bible is in your heart. You are having revelations of Christ. How it works. Number two, you shine because of the favor factor at work in your life. 
that favor must speak for you at all times. You are thinking about how to get money. You know, the, the bankers, first bankers, they came to me. They've been troubling me. Come and open back with us. Don't you want to expand? I said, I want to expand. What do you need now? We can provide the loan facility. I said, it's true. I need money. I said, but there's one thing about me. Anytime I need money, and I'm thinking about borrowing, God usually provides the money before I borrow. So don't be disappointed. I can open the bank, and I tell you, I need 30 million, I need 50 million. Before I need it, the money will come. I say it has happened several times in my life. I would think, oh, I will need to borrow. But God will, pro- will, will provide a way out of no way. It is the favor factor at work in my life. I say, so don't be disappointed. If I open an account with them, I said, oh, this account is to borrow money. I may not borrow money because I have favor factor at work in my life. What causes all that? 50 million may cost me 1.2 million. Is the favor factor. I am born at the right time. I do things at the right time. God causes things to work for me. When favor factor is working for you, you will shine. That's number two. Number three is the inheritance that God has given to you and which you must take as important. I said, because most of us do not inherit anything from our father. Anytime we talk about inheritance, we say there is nothing there. But I tell you, there are people, even pastors in this country, that inherited big money from their parents and it was a big boost. Inheritance na wolf, a wolf If your father die and leave an inheritance in the Kohi, I won't. I don't want to mention name here because they are recording me. If I mention name, you know the person. And the father die and they sold the house, and each children share almost about two hundred fifty million each without working. And somebody now say, "Ento bogo dilogo." Father, first I say, "Lie." It's when the ogu is small. When the ogu is big. <laughs> you know, because we come from a, a, a family background of poverty, we think that uh, inheritance is not good. The Bible says wisdom is good for an inheritance for people that are living under the sun. Ecclesiastes says that. So, inheritance is good. We are called to inherit the blessing. And what are the inheritance that guarantee blessing? Number one is righteousness as a gift. Righteousness is your inheritance in Christ. You must take it as something important. I am righteous. And the Lord will bless the righteous. No evil will happen to the righteous. All the blessings are attached to the righteous in the Bible. So when you receive righteousness as an inheritance, blessings are supposed to pursue you. Are you listening to me now? When you wake up in the morning, thank you Lord, I am righteous. Because it's a gift for you. It's your inheritance. No unbeliever can say this thing. It's people that are born again and they know this that do declare it. There are some people that are born again but cannot say it because they don't know it's a gift. They thought they have to work for it. Number one inheritance you have in Christ is righteousness. Number two inheritance you have in Christ is power. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. I give unto you power to trample upon snake and scorpion and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. When you are called, you are given power. Power to attack the enemy. Power to cast out devil. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Nothing will hurt you in Jesus' name. You know why? You have been given power. He said, thou shalt decree a thing 
and shall be established. That is why religion is dangerous. If you are in church and you are religious, you are helpless. If you are in church and you are religious, it's a dangerous line. The devil can kill you anyhow. But if you are in the church and you know what God has given to you, you can tell the devil, shut up! And we shut up. So demon that is manipulating you, you are the one that is commanding demon. And anytime they are, you are coming, they run away. Because they know that God has given you power over them. He that is from above is above them all. You are not afraid of them. They are afraid of you. Light will never run away from darkness. It is darkness that will run away from light. Are you hearing me now? I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. So if you carry power, you carry power. If you are powerless, you know you are powerless. If you carry power, nothing shall by enemies hurt you. If you carry power and you don't know, they will take your power away from you and you don't know it because you don't know how to use it. You carry the power of God as I hate and I give unto you. The power that he has given you, you must use it. Number one, number two now, number two inheritance that you have in, in Christ is the measure of faith, the gift of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 3, I say unto you, through the grace that is given to me, that all of you has been given a measure of faith. A measure of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. You have been given a measure of faith. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God at death give to every man the measure of faith. If you are born again, you have a measure of faith. And thank God because Jesus said, if anyone have faith as small as what? Mustard seed. He will say to a mountain, be removed. And by cast into the sea. That means the small faith you have is more than enough to move mountain. If your small faith can move physical mountain, is it money that your mountain, your, your faith cannot move into your pocket? So you have faith in your heart. If you use it more, you'll be blessed. God has given you faith. It's your inheritance. Every child of God is born of faith. And the Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So you are faith. Don't say, where do I get faith? It's inside you. The moment you give your life to Christ, you are born of faith. The gift of faith is inside you. It does not matter how small it is. Use it. People that believe God speak. Speak positive things. Speak life. Speak prosperity. Speak the future. Speak your dream. And those things you are speaking by faith, they will eventually come to pass. I said some years ago, so many years ago, I was having my body, and so many people were talking, and he asked my wife to talk. I cannot forget that body experience. And my wife said, Ah, my husband, my husband. What will I say about my husband? Do anyway, do love and love and love. You see, that is the way of faith. The way of faith is sweet. Faith is never pessimistic. Most of you think that you are not talking positive because you don't have money. You do not have money because you are not talking positive. People that have money now, they were talking about money before they had money. That's the truth. You will first be a positive, faith-filled person before money comes. 
Unfortunately, people that don't have it, they will think it's because they have money. That's why they are talking like that. They have been talking like that before they have the money. They have been talking faith before they have the money. Right from the time they were poor, they have been speaking good things. It is not because they have now that they started talking that way. Watch everyone that is blessed in the Bible. They were blessed because of faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 16. The blessing of Father Abraham is because of faith. That's what the Bible says. So that the grace, the thing can be sure to all the seed. If you are going to be blessed, you need faith. And that faith has been given to you. So use it. The same faith that I have, the same faith that you have. Some use their own, some don't use their own. I think Luke chapter 17, I can't remember verse 2 to 3 or verse 5. The disciple came to Jesus. He said, give us more faith. Jesus said, you don't need more faith. Faith is like a servant. He said, the more you use it, the more you enjoy it, the more it grows. He said, how many of you will have a servant that you are paying, that you give him job, and you are not yet satisfied? Will you not ask him, go again and cook for me? Say the servant will go and do it. Say, so is faith. Use your faith. That's what Jesus says. Use your faith. If you know that you are not yet satisfied, keep using your faith to advance your life. That's what the Bible says. Don't give up. Use it in the room. Use it in the public. Use it anywhere. Use your faith. Your inheritance is what? It's faith. The last inheritance that we have in the body of Christ is love. And God told me, he said, why do you use everything that I meant for your blessing against yourself? Why do you use everything that I've said concerning you to bless you against yourself? I said, Lord, how? He said, I'm the one that promised that I will love you. I will love you with an everlasting love. That you are the apples of my eye. That I love you unconditionally. He said, but you hijack the love from me. And you use it to fight each other. Instead of us to, us to pray like Gideon. Anytime we are facing problem and say, Lord, where is your love over my life? Why am I facing this thing? Shabi, you said you love me. Why is it that I'm stranded? Where is the love of God over my life? Instead for us to use it to pray and say, Lord, if you love me, prove it with your blessing in my life. We come to church and sing. Where is the love of God? Where is the love of God in your heart? You say, where do you mean saying that? I am the example of love. I am the one that loves you. I do not say use love to criticize each other. Anytime you don't feel my love like Gideon, ask me, Father, where is your love? Where is the love that the pastor preached about? If you love me, why should I face danger? If you love me, why should I be embarrassed? Judges chapter 6 verse 12. Gideon was hiding. And as Gideon was hiding, Gideon said, where is the miracle that our fathers preached? Why are we running from the Midianites? And the angel of the Lord said, go in this your might. Anytime you wake up in the night and you are afraid, and you say to yourself, where is the love of God that God promised me?
where is the cover of his love? Why should I be embarrassed? Why should I be afraid? Where is the love of God that is protecting me? Suddenly, boldness will come into your heart. Because 1 John 4, verse 18 says, anyone that is afraid has not been perfected in love. It is because you don't believe that God loves you. That's why you are afraid. That's why you are scared. The moment you believe that the love of God must be working constantly on your behalf, you'll be bold. Look at what Gideon said. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with you, thou mighty man of Pharaoh. Verse 13. And Gideon said, Put on verse 13. Judges 6, 13. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? In other words, you are hiding. And the angel said that you are blessed. You see? If I'm blessed, why am I being oppressed? Look at what he says. And we are be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of saying, that did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hand of the Midianites. And verse 14, the angels say, go in this, your power. You are praying. Say, Lord, where is your love? If you say you love me, how come that I don't have evidences of your blessing? If you say you love me, how come I don't have protection? You say you love me with everlasting love. I can't see the sign of your love. There can never be a place where there is love without blessing. Wherever the love of God is at work, blessing of God must be there. God cannot say I'm in love with you. And you are struggling. You are stranded. Jacob loved Joseph and gave him a coat of many colors. There is no place where you see love without shining. There is no place where you see glory without radiant face. Where you see love. How do you know a young man or a young boy is in love? The face. The face continues to glow. The glory of love. The glory. It will show. Say, ah, tell me. Somebody, one man is there. Because it will show your face. Everybody will know. That is the horror. The anointing of love. And that is your inheritance. If you are born again, you must enjoy the love of God. The love of God is shed in your heart. The love of God is on you. He has loved you with everlasting love. And because he loves you, he will bless you above all people. Your inheritance is you must be loved by God. If you are a child, he must love you. He must love you. You are not struggling to be accepted. You are accepted in the beloved. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. Thank be to God and to the glory of his grace who has accepted us as beloved. If I'm the beloved of God, I must enjoy the blessing of God. No unbeliever should be qualified to pity me. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. To the glory of his praise. He has made us accepted to the praise of the glory of his, of his grace. We are in. He had made us accepted in the beloved. If you are the beloved of God, then you must enjoy the glory of God. You must shine. So anytime you see that you are not shining, you ask yourself, where is his love over my life? Why am I afraid? Where is the love of God that is covering me? Where is the love of God that says it will be with me forever? Where is that love? Why am I embarrassed? If I be beloved of God, why am I not enjoying the blessing of God? 
the moment you believe that you are the beloved of God, every blessing will come to pass in your life. Rise upon your feet. Three ways for you to arise and shine. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I'm the light of the world. I cannot live in darkness. I need revelation of glory. Light that will make me to shine. Lord, let it enter my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. Light that will position me for shining. Lord, let it enter my heart. Light that will give me joy. Let it enter my heart. Light that will give me glory. Let it enter my heart. Light that will give me prosperity. Let it enter my heart. Light that will shine and shine and shine. Let it enter my heart. Light like diamond. Revelation that will cause me to shine. Let it enter my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want to shine. Let the light of your word that will cause me to glitter. Let it enter my life. The light of your word. The light of your countenance. The light of your word. Let it enter my life. Let your light enter my life. I don't want to be religious. I want revelation of your light that will cause me to shine. Lord, let it enter my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Light that will cause me to shine in glory. Let it enter my life. Light that will give prosperity to my life. Let it enter my life. I want light. I want a revelation. I want the light of his word. Lord, let it enter my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every religious darkness, I command you to disappear. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command you to disappear. In the mighty name of Jesus, every darkness disappear by the light of God's word. Let the light of God's word, let it shine in my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the light of your word shine in my heart. Let it shine in my heart. Let the light shine in my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, the light that we chase darkness away, let it shine in my heart. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we have prayed. Raise your two hands to heaven. I will shine because my favor has come. Jesus is my favor. And because of Jesus, I am going to shine. Jesus is my favor. Because of his favor, I am going to shine. The faithful factor will work for me. The faithful factor will work for me. It is not of him that run it. Neither is of him that work it. It's of him that showeth mercy. The mercy of the Lord is constantly at work in my life. The grace of God is not in vain in my life. The grace factor will speak for you for me. The grace factor will separate me from others. The grace factor will make my life radiant. The grace factor will cause me to live an enviable life. The grace factor will make other people to want to be like me. The grace factor will work in my family. The grace factor will work over my children. The grace factor will speak for me. In the name of Jesus, my favor has come. My favor has come. Jesus is my favor. My favor has come. My own favor has come. Where other people are crying, I'll be rejoicing. 
because my favor has come. Jesus is my favor. My own favor has come. My favor has come. Jesus is my favor. And he has come. I will arise and shine. My favor has come. The power of God is here. Go ahead and declare it. I am a child born in due season. I am a child destined for favor. I am a child of grace. I am a child that will enjoy favor. Struggling is not for me. Poverty is not for me. Disappointment is not for me. Calamity is not for me. Favor is my portion. I belong to Benjamin generation. I am the beloved of the father. In Jesus mighty name we are prayed. Open your eyes. Let me tell you this before you pray the last one. The younger brother of the prodigal uh, uh, of the elder brother in the prodigal prodigal boy. You remember the prodigal boy of a righteous boy. In one family there's a boy that I never seen. There's a boy that they call prodigal son. In the father's house. Move to the father and say to the father, Give me my inheritance that belonged to me before the father died. Your father is still alive. God is your heavenly father. Why is he still alive and you are alive? You can ask for your inheritance. If you don't get your inheritance while you are alive, you are mumu. You are mumu. You are mumu. And I've given you four inheritance that's available to you. If you are born again, righteousness for you is a gift. If you like, keep struggling like Mumu. I'm asking for God. I want to that I may be holy and behold your face. Nobody is righteous. Even me, I'm not righteous. You will forever live in penury. Therefore, we attack you with evil conscience. And before you know it, you will enjoy bad luck. Because every blessing of God in the Bible belongs to the righteous man. Thou will bless the righteous. You will surround him with favor like a shield. The righteous that I bought as a lion. You must be able to say to your word, I am a righteous person. That's the way we are. I'm righteous, inside out. That's why we are blessed. Righteousness is a gift. It doesn't matter whether they like your faith or they don't like your faith. That is their problem. You are not responsible for people's like and, and dislike. They may say you are not good. That is not your problem. But as far as Christ is concerned, once you give your life to him, he took your sin and implanted you righteousness. You may look good. You may look bad. That is their choice. Your choice is that you have been given the robe of righteousness. If you are going to be blessed, you must believe that you are righteous. If you don't believe it, bye-bye to good things. The prodigal boy asks for his inheritance. You too can receive your inheritance. Righteousness is a gift. How you must be able to say with your mouth. The moment you give your life to Christ, you become a righteous person. The day you are born as a male child, you are a man. You may not have beard. You will not behave like a man. You can even be kneeled down like a topland son. Anytime, anytime he wants to greet me, I feel happy. Eh? He will kneel down. They can even put skirt on him. But that does not make him a female child. 
is a man still growing. It does not matter. You may say, ah, Ojo Bini, it doesn't matter. Can put your hand in your, it doesn't matter. But as far as he's concerned, he is a male child. He may not have beard, but he's a male child. Do you understand what I'm saying now? So, you may not have all the characteristics of a front of grown man, a righteous person, but that does not make you a sinner. That doesn't make you a sinner. If God says you are righteous, you are righteous. That is how to be bold in life. You must receive your inheritance. Righteousness, power, faith, and what? Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I receive with all my heart my inheritance. I am righteous. I have the power of God. I have the faith of Christ. The love of God is over me. Go ahead and receive it. Stop being religious and apologetic. Receive what God has given to you. I receive righteousness as a gift. I receive power as a gift. I receive faith as a gift. I receive love as a gift. Love is never fear. I receive it as a gift. That is the gift of my inheritance. I receive it in my heart. I don't care what people feel about me. What I care about is what God has given me. Love is my inheritance. Faith is my inheritance. Power is my inheritance. Righteousness is my inheritance. And I receive it to manifest glory. I will shine because of my inheritance. In the name of Jesus, I am going to shine. I have power with God, power with men, power over sickness, power over attack, power over demon, power every few arrows. I have power. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. As many of you that are born again, congratulations. Now, please, I'm begging you, let nobody take you into the old way of thinking, into the laws of do's and don'ts. Let nobody, because the day they take you back to that place, they scribe you of your righteousness. You become sin conscious. You fall into the temptation of the devil. Before you know it, you go down again. Make sure you possess your inheritance and nobody will take it away from you in Jesus' name. Amen. Then when you pray, your prayer will become effective. When you decree it in, it's I said, be established. The love of God will work for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I profess on you today, no evil will befall you. Amen. With our inheritance in Christ, let's take the communion. Let's take the communion. Please come, let's take the communion.
Nyanyi, 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 nyan